What's up, beautiful people? We're back with another episode of the Be Chic Podcast with your host, Brittany Ball. On the Be Chic Podcast, we believe that there's a healthy intersection between money, career, passion, and purpose. Grab your notebook, turn the volume up, and let's get into it. All right, so I apologize in advance, y'all, because today we're getting into a heavy-hitting topic. We are talking about symptoms of paycheck-to-paycheck living. Now, I know that money is not always the easiest to talk about, especially when you feel like you don't have enough of it. But sometimes we put ourselves in the situations that we end up in, or we might actually exacerbate the situation because of the stress and anxiety that comes along with the limiting mindset. And I am not like talking down the severity of not making enough money, but sometimes it is possible that we are actually making the situation worse because we are hoping so much for a better situation. So today we will be talking about those symptoms so you can recognize if this is exactly what's happening to you and you can stop what you're doing and then change it or at least identify what it is and start to think about how can you start to at least change your mindset so that your actions follow that. I'll let you know up front, there is a remedy and there are multiple steps to getting to the mindset of financial abundance and then actually increasing your cash flow and then from there building wealth. But the first step is the next step that'll get you to where you want. And that is budgeting. And we'll talk about that a little bit more at the end. But first, let's get into these symptoms to see if this something, if this is something that you need to be aware of. The first symptom of paycheck to paycheck living is stress spending. I know it seems counterintuitive, but it's something that we do to kind of make ourselves feel better. You know, when you might be so stressed about following a diet to the point where you just break it because it's the only thing you know to do. And that's similar with paycheck to paycheck living because you know that you don't have enough to make it to the next paycheck or you have just enough to make it to the next paycheck you end up being filled with anxiety with stress and so in order to relieve that stress you end up spending more money on things that are unnecessary frivolous or just detrimental to your bottom line in order to feel better in that moment in order to escape the bad feelings that come along with the anxiety of not having enough money. Now, what does that do? That puts you in a worse situation that messes with your budget, whether you have one or not, but the amount of money that you have to go towards necessities, emergencies, and things that you want that might actually have a longer lifetime value and be a utility to you other than the instant gratification. Next is very similar to stress spending. It's emotional splurging at the beginning of your paycheck. You know, you've gone so long between those two pay periods with nothing that when you finally see, 
a big deposit into your account, you think, hey, I'm rich. Let's spend some money. And so then that splurge may end up being too big of a spend early on in your pay period. But it will be hard to notice because all of the withdrawals haven't happened for your next set of bills and you still have a decent balance. At least that's what it seems. So if you find yourself emotionally splurging, telling yourself I deserve or I definitely need this because it is payday, that is another symptom of paycheck to paycheck living. And it's something that you need to be wary of before you just start swiping your car at the beginning of every pay period because you finally see a big chunk of cash being deposited into your account. Next is feeling obligated to optional bills. Now, yes, if something is a bill, it sounds like it's definitely something you can't back out of. It sounds like it's necessary. It sounds like it's inflexible. But sometimes there are some commitments that you make in your money that aren't necessarily obligations. And so... This might be another thing that is happening within your budget, causing you to be on a paycheck to paycheck cycle. And you don't have to be. It might be a couple of extra dollars that you can squeeze out and throw into a security fund like an emergency fund, a nest egg, or just to increase some extra cash on the top of each month. So that you can actually spend the money on something that you want and need. So what are examples of these optional bills? Well, for starters, let's point out the easy stuff. Subscriptions to God knows who's who what. (laughs) I don't know where I was going with that. Subscriptions to God knows what. It could be something very obvious like Netflix and Hulu that you watch all the time. But what about that random in-game subscription that you signed up for to a game that you binged years ago and you never intended on keeping it? Or a trial that you did for some budgeting app. And this may not be you because you probably aren't in the habit of budgeting. But a random app that you signed up for the trial period and never canceled. Sometimes it may feel like an obligation to other apps where you're like, I really use this, so I need this paid version. But sometimes the free version is all you need because those are the only features you take advantage of. So what are some bills, aka subscriptions, expenses, whatever you want to call it, that you're currently paying now that feels like an obligation, but can easily be cut like one, two, three. Next is unintentionally increasing your expenses, but not your cash flow. It's really easy to get into the trap of, hey, I can add another bill onto my 
monthly budget or I can add on another service or another product that I want to bring into my home on a monthly basis because I now make more money. A lot of the times our raises only really cover inflation. And as we know, inflation increases faster than our income. So continually bringing on more expenses into your household because you think, oh, I can cover it. I just cut this or, oh, I can cover it. I just increased that. Be very wary of that. Be ruthless in the scrutiny you put into all of your expenses. Even the ones you can't get out of, like your water bill. Is there maybe a way that you can be smarter with your water usage and cut it by 10, 15%? Probably the goal is to be more intentional and to see, is this happening with my money? If so, let me pay more attention to it and see what I can do to change it. So don't increase your expenses just because your income increases. Try your best not to do that and actually try your best to cut back the expenses as much as possible. Another example of paycheck to paycheck living symptoms, very similar to the first two, stress spending and emotional splurging, is being social when you need to just keep your butt at home. I know that it may seem that the reason you're so stressed is because you're not spending enough time for self-care, including being social, but brunch on weekends, parking in a new outfit really does deplete the budget. And although having a good time with your friends is a great stress relief, it is definitely a stress builder as well if it costs you an arm and a leg every time. Rewarding yourself for a good week of work or a good day's work is great, but maybe find some ways to do things for fun with your friends that does not cost a lot of money or that can be done very easily virtually. Obviously, I'm not telling you to have a Zoom meeting with all of your friends over the weekends, but being able to recognize the times in which you can say no to an invite or request an alternative might save your budget. And just because someone invites you does not mean you have to agree to it because that's your friend. Your friend should also have your best interests in heart if it does have to do with your money. If they can't help you get out of your paycheck to paycheck living, they definitely shouldn't help you dig deeper into it. Lastly, the last symptom of paycheck to paycheck living is not strategically using windfalls to get ahead. Windfalls range between a refund from some random excess payment on a bill to literally a payout from a family member that might have passed away that you had no idea was coming and it was thousands of dollars. It can be small, it can be large, but a lot of the times windfalls are unexpected money. So if you have unexpected income coming in, don't spend it on stuff that you didn't even think you had the money to spend it on. Put it in savings or invest it wisely. 
feeling like you deserve to just splurge on that money right away and not strategically planning it is showing that you're probably living a paycheck to paycheck lifestyle and you're not looking at the bigger picture by spending your money and not finding a way to get ahead. It's just showing that you have a limiting mindset. And that's what all of these symptoms boil down to. Having a limiting mindset on your money and where you could be with your money, where you can grow with your money, is causing you to keep yourself in the same position by self-sabotaging. So let's try to break away from these and get into a better place with our money. That comes from building different thoughts around money, replacing toxic ones with abundant ones, and getting into a habit of budgeting your money and having the discipline to stick to it. Now let's review all of those symptoms just to make sure you caught on to see if any of them apply to you. The first one, stress spending. Being so stressed about not having money that you end up spending your money on something stupid. Emotional splurging at the beginning of a pay period. Thinking that, hey, I finally have money, so let's go spend it on something unwisely. Next is feeling obligated to optional bills. Packing your budget with unnecessary expenses that you could actually be saving on if you just cut them or downgrade your account type. Next is unintentionally increasing expenses, but not your cash flow. As you get a raise, you think that you have more money for more bills, forgetting about inflation or not even recognizing that you don't need that other bill and you can just make your money last longer by not increasing your expenses when your income goes up. Next is being social when you should actually put a pause on spending at least for a little while. Yes, I'm asking you to make a sacrifice, but if you're going out socially and not monitoring your budget, but at the end of the pay period, you see that you have no money, that's another symptom of paycheck to paycheck living. And lastly, not strategically using any type of windfall you receive in order to get ahead. Like I said, this can be a small amount of money that you can easily invest or save because those small amounts really do add up. Or it can be a larger amount, like your tax refund, that you can put into savings or kind of make a cushion for upcoming bills so that you can stack your paychecks for something else down the line. So those are some symptoms of paycheck to paycheck living. If you are experiencing some of these symptoms, it might be just a poor financial habit that you've built over the years and haven't noticed that it's something you can improve on that will improve your finances overall. I really do suggest a budget in order to notice these pitfalls and to course correct. But in addition to creating a budget, you need to work on your money mindset to make sure that you're living in a space of abundance and not um, living small when it comes to your money and really limiting yourself. At those times, you make it really hard for you to find areas in which you can be smarter with your money, which actually increases the money that you hold on to. Now, if you're struggling with these things and you really want to get into budgeting and money mindset, but you don't know how to do it on your own, of course, I'm not going to bring this up without providing any type of resource to you. So what I'm going to suggest is that you go over to my website right now, pause the podcast 
after I give you the information <laughs> right now and sign up for my free budget template. My website is bchicu.org. That's B-C-H-I-C dot O-R-G. And there's multiple ways in which you can get more information on how to start working on your budget and your money mindset. All right, beautiful people, that's it for the podcast today. Now, you know, I can't let you go without doing some housekeeping. This is like the collection plate time at church when they're reading the announcements. Make sure that you are subscribed to this podcast so that you get notifications for every episode that comes out each week. And while you're at it, go ahead and leave me a review on Apple Podcasts so that I know I'm dropping these golden nuggets as you deserve. Last but not least, head over to my website, bchicu.org. That's B-C-H-I-C dot O-R-G and download the B-Chic budget template. I'm telling you, it's life-changing, especially if you don't already have a budget. As soon as you land on that page, you'll see a bluish gray bar at the top. Just click on the link and get signed up to get your budget template right away. All right, that's all I got for you this week. Next week, we'll come back with the heat. But in the meantime... Keep it chic.